Everybody needs a coach. Everybody needs training. Now you have real help in your corner. This is the In Your Corner podcast with Alan Branch. Helping you with fitness, nutrition, life coaching, and training one step, one punch, one round at a time. This is In Your Corner, and this is Alan Branch. Alan Branch. Hey guys, I'm Alan Branch, and welcome back to In Your Corner, a new podcast where we're discussing some of the things that have to do with fitness, martial arts, health, wellness, and just maybe being a little better at the thing everybody calls life. So what we're going to talk about today is we discussed in a previous broadcast that strength training is really could be, you could easily make the case that strength training could be the only classification of actual exercise that you could do when it comes to a fitness regimen because the strength training is the safest, most productive way to produce a physiological adaptation which in, within the body which improves the physiology without the high risk of repetitive syndrome that something like running, swimming uh, would do that's repetitive and you're doing it over and over and over. So what we're trying to do is to come up with the best ways of doing that. And we talked about strength training being that because of the way we can introduce that the need for that change to the nervous system. And let's just simplify this. If you go to the gym and a trainer says, do three sets of 12, and you do three sets of 12, well, it's pretty much that you could have already done three sets of 12 when you got there. So you spent the day getting really good at being exactly the same. So there was really no need for the physiology to change. Now, you may have spent the time and gotten better at, lifting weights, you could have gotten better at the activity you're doing, which gave the illusion that you're better, but you're not really any stronger. You're really just better at it. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And that is the skill-based aspect of the training. So if you have the strength training on one side, and that is the using a, a body weight or variable resistance or free weight or whatever you're using, if you're using it in a way that you are going to take a muscle to momentary muscular failure, causing the central nervous system to create an adaptation and bring you back stronger, then that's what you want to do. Now, on the flip side of that, we have other things that we like to do. Like, for example, one of ours is a boxing type uh, uh, slash kickboxing program. So... Where does it leave kickboxing if strength training is the only way to really produce a physiological adaptation? So let's think of it like this. Kickboxing is one of those activities. It creates a, it's a, a skill. So in order to throw a particular kick, you need to do it correctly. So that is teaching the body to perform that skill. Well, if that skill is performed correctly, does that also give, or incorrectly for that matter, does it still give a workout uh, while I'm doing it? Well, it depends on if you back up and, and classify what the word workout means. If workout just means that you are out of the chair doing some sort of work that elevates your heart rate or makes you sweaty or that you just enjoy, well, then that's great. I mean, that can be what that is. But if we're looking at something that's going to get a result 
such as a change in the physiology which will improve your ability to perform all tasks at hand, well, that needs to be strength. So what could fall under the classification of a neural skill? Sports can be that. Uh, I used swimming as an analogy in a podcast. That could definitely be, I'm terrible at swimming. If my form was better, I know I would last longer. But if I last longer, does that mean I'm in better shape because of swimming? Or does it mean that I got better at swimming? Well, obviously, if I get better at swimming, then the swimming is going to seem easier. So uh, that is a skill-based activity. Like kickboxing, or boxing, or badminton, or whatever it is that we're playing. I could get sweaty playing badminton, but that does not mean that I got... I did something that is going to introduce a physiological change to my body. So the neural skill, then what's the point? Why would we bother doing it if it's not really making us in better shape? It's not really improving the physiology. So what's it for? We'll talk about that next. Hey guys. If you're looking to make a real change in your life, to have a trainer, to have a coach that understands how to get you real results in and out of the gym and make you the very best you can be, we would love to chat with you. Reach out for a free training consultation and we can discuss how one of our programs could be life-changing to you. Learn more at the website at myfitnessone.com. Okay, guys, I'm Alan Branch and we're back with In Your Corner. And what we're doing today is we're talking about the activities that we do that we tend to classify as exercise, which are really just kind of like the thing we might want to call life, like the stuff that we do. So the things that we like to do, like running or kickboxing or playing badminton or landscaping your yard, all of these would be considered an activity, no doubt. I think most people would agree to that. And it's always going to be good for you to be up and out of the chair and doing certain things. But as you do certain activities like that, are you really introducing some sort of physiological change to your body or are you just depleting your energy systems while at the same time accomplishing a task uh, and acquiring a skill? And that's why I think we need to put most of the things that we do shouldn't really classify as a fitness routine because the proper strength routine that we do also elevates the heart rate, also adds uh, muscle mass, which is uh, a way to speed that metabolism because the more lean muscle we have, the more calories we're going to need or that we burn. So it may make that deficit, that caloric deficit, a little bit easier to attain. So what's the point? Why do it then? Well, because we like it. So if we like landscaping, then I'd like to be able to landscape all day long and not get tired. If I like to hike, then I want to be able to hike up Mount Everest and be able to do it and not run out of gas. And that's what we're going to use as a, as a way to catapult uh, you to understand how this works. So let's say that, uh, that Bill, my buddy, has 80 units of strength. And let's say that his friend Joe over here has half as much strength. He has 40 units. And let's say that Bill and Joe are both going to uh, push a car that's out of gas for a half a mile. And let's say that the half a mile took 30 units of strength to push the car a half a mile. Well, I'm not a mathematician, but at the end of pushing the car a half a mile, 
if it requires 30 units of strength and Bill started with 80 and Joe started with 40, then Bill has 50 units of strength left and Joe has 10 units of strength left. So who is going to be more tired at this point? Would it be Joe, who only has 10 units of strength left, or Bill, who has 50 units of strength left? Well, okay, it's pretty easy to see that Bill, of course, is going to have more left. So the more units of strength he has with all skill of being able to push a car and breathe being equal, then the person with superior strength or lean muscle has the advantage in all activities with skill, knowledge of performing the activity, environment, climate, everything being exactly the same. So the more units of strength you have, the better. So this is where we're going to leave this one today when it comes to health and fitness. We're trying to stick to programs that build the most units of strength so that I can use that in my other activities. And then I'm going to go get better at doing what I do, kickboxing, landscaping, swimming, hiking, Mount Everest, whatever that is. I want to do all that the best way that I can, but the more units of strength that I have, the better I will be at it. So I want to develop as many units of strength as I can to make me as good at that activity as I can be. And that's probably the simplest way to explain how that works. So guys, I'm Alan Branch. This is our podcast, In Your Corner. So glad you could join us today. We appreciate you listening. We're going to be coming up with more material. And you know what our goal is? It's helping you understand what am I doing at the gym? What is my activity? What is my routine? How is this making me better? Am I getting stronger? Am I increasing my metabolism? Or am I just wearing out my body for no real reason? And that's why I can't achieve the goals that I want because I'm not burning as many calories as they say I am or my diet's messed up or maybe there's a combination of all of those. That's what we're going to try to help you with. You got me in your corner, doing my best to help you out. Guys, I'm Alan Branch. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for joining us for the In Your Corner podcast with professional fight trainer, personal trainer, and life coach, Alan Branch. Until next time, keep your hands up, your chin down, and remember, and remember, thank God every day that you have the strength to go one more round. We'll see you next time in your corner.